you guys tell we haven't done this in a while hello everyone and welcome back to second thoughts podcast three season three guys i don't even know how long it's been since it's been three months three months yeah it's been three months we stopped in july really august Oh, yeah. We stopped at the beginning of July. Also, I think, well, we definitely wanted to have a break anyway for the summer, which was much needed, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Season two was a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, because if you guys listen to season two, it was all guests. And that was, um, it was so much fun. We met so many amazing people. Social batteries drained, though, yeah. for sure. Yeah. We had so much fun doing it. But we are even more excited to be back just us two but right now sophie and i are filming in our living room we're literally sitting on the floor yeah our change mics, of scenery yeah we're trying to spice things up a little bit um it's september right now when we're filming and we're trying to get into the fall spirit we have our candle going we have some wine we have some beer rockets over here sitting next to me and it's, it's a cozy environment and i think It'll really set the tone for season three. And if you guys follow us on our Second Thoughts pod Instagram, you guys would have seen what the scenery was looking like. So there's a little shameless plug. So follow us on Instagram. Yeah. So before we jump into today's topic, it has been a while since we have gotten back on the mic. And honestly, Mm -hmm. Loki, we're rusty. We're rusty. It took us 20 minutes to get started. Longer than that, I felt like. I am usually the one to set up the recording aspect of things and i there's like a process to it and little things that i have to do and i completely was like paula am i doing this right like i could not figure it out for the longest time because i haven't done it in so long but um hopefully we're recording right now because um (laughs) it took a little bit to get us to where we are right now (laughs) yeah hopefully we're recording hopefully that everything sounds good i don't know how the acoustics are gonna sound in our living room but hopefully it's good you guys will probably hear rocket's paws like trotting around because he has big (laughs) paws and we've literally been trying to make sure that he's like tired before we record yeah so he just sleeps he's literally right next to me right now he's so cute but anyways everyone knows about our dog and if you haven't make sure to follow us on instagram again shameless plug second thoughts pod (laughs) because rocket is all over that shit yeah all right uh you guys know how this goes we do some life updates Feels kind of odd to do a life update when we haven't been here for three months, but we'll try our best to update you guys on what we've been doing. Okay, let's start in July. What happened in July? Oh my gosh, my memory. I don't even know. I turned 24 and I threw a traditional Filipino backyard party. We had the line dancing. We only had Filipino food. We had a lot of alcohol and mm-hmm. all my white friends loved it, man. <laughs> they loved it. That was a great time. Yeah. That was a great time. I turned 24 I went to Utah. I don't know if I mentioned that in our last episode or not, but I went to Utah. That was really awesome. What else did I do? Nothing really in July. Went to the beach. Yeah. What did you do? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. My memory is so bad when it comes to that. Pia's been Um, doing a lot of brand work, though. I feel like you've been hustling a lot. Yeah, especially I I know a, a lot happened in September for me. I well, okay. Before we get to September, August, August, August. we had our family vacation, y- yearly family vacation. We right. went to Tennessee, Tennessee and Florida. That was really fun. Yeah, we went to f- Nashville. Yeah, that oh place was gosh. so cool. <laughs> Sophie and I don't usually go out just us. Like we went out, out, not just like go for a drink, sit somewhere, look cute and like talk. We went 
to party just us yeah and i'm not kidding when i tell you that nashville's atmosphere was just something else it was I crazy am, i am a devoted country girl now yeah we got uh cowgirl boots so yes. you know that yeah. was really fun we wore those out <laughs> it was one of those moments where i really captured the energy of everyone around me like, I yeah. wasn't really trying to party like that in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was just partying. Like everyone was drunk. Everywhere you looked, everyone was dancing. And then I looked at P and I was like, we're going out. Yeah. And we went outside after like the club or something was closing or the bars or whatever. And when I tell you the streets were filled with mm-hmm. people, I was at, I went to Texas a few months ago and i went to sixth street if you guys know anything about that um it's literally just a street full of people nashville is like quadruple that amount it was crazy and we got drunk um we got our parents drunk and that was really fun just like dancing mm-hmm. with them and just like listening to live music like i really really enjoyed nashville yeah okay september september me and Paula went to New York Fashion Week for the first time. Oh my god, that I literally was, forgot about that. Yeah, that was I went with Revolve. It was really cool. I wore some of their stuff and I was when I tell you, I saw so many other like influencers. I would see their stories at the Revolve event and I'm just mm-hmm. oh cuz you're there's certain times like you can go or whatever. You can go at any time between like a time slot and me and Paula went kind of early. Yeah. And then I was looking at other influencers that I am a fan of and they went at a different time and i was like oh my god i could have met them but anyways um it was a good experience yeah for you at least i remember mm-hmm. telling you afterwards that i was like i feel like an imposter and yeah, i don't Paula know- was like so stressed out i don't know i'm not someone who gets nervous or shy in networking situations and it wasn't even a networking situation but i was so anxious like yeah. i kid you not i was like i don't want to meet anyone i don't want to talk to anyone like i don't want to be here yeah and i don't know what it was I think I'm just not meant for that kind of lifestyle. Like you were thriving though. And you're not someone who like loves to be in networking situations. Mm -hmm. But I think it's different being in influencer settings versus like professional corporate America network settings. You know, Mm -hmm. like I thrive in those kind of situations with the white collars and whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, me in my leather pants and my tube top with my (laughs) purse. I was like, who the fuck am I? so nervous. And also I understand because you know, the people around us were, you can like, they were saying, oh, I have this, I'm working here with Afterpay or I'm do, I'm with this brand here. And you just kind of hear it and you're like, oh shit, like they're an influencer too. Just like they do the same things that I do. And it was a kind of an experience because I feel like I'm the only influencer in my area. Yeah. And, or just that I know in general and just my friend group, I'm really the only one that does this. So being in an environment where there were so many other influencers who were friends with other influencers too like you took me your sister (laughs) (laughs) but it was really cool and i really enjoyed it then we went out to get food and drinks with geo and then yeah that was really fun um my birthday i turned 23 Mm, this month it was just literally last weekend that we celebrated my birthday it was so much fun we had the gang with us i always you guys know the fab five Gotta love hanging out with them. That was a good time. Um, I worked with Canopy Hilton in Philadelphia. We got the penthouse suite. It was so fun. Check we, out the vlog. Check out the vlog. <laughs> and we went out to the club. Took way too many tequila shots. Guys, if you ever need to finesse a shot, 
just like pour something else in the shot. That's yeah. what Paula was doing the okay. entire let weekend. Me, let me preface. I was in Chicago the week before for five days with my friends who are notorious partiers. Mm. So my liver was shot. My social battery was dead. I was not ready to go out again the next weekend. Mm. You know how it's like the older you get, the longer your recovery time was? Well, yeah, mine is sure. now like a month long, okay? <laughs> and Sophia knows that like... Out of all of our friends, I think I'm the one who loves to like drink and can rally the troops and like get everyone to like party. And I think Sophia literally texted me. She's like, I want you drunk this weekend. And I was like, because huh. Paula's the raging alcoholic out of all of us. Oh, no, I just am the most fun out of all of us. The raging alcoholic. OK, well, <laughs> she wanted me to be that Paula. And I was like, OK, fake it till you make it, baby. So I'm over here pouring everyone. I'm pouring like 20 shots of tequila, right? And <laughs> I grab my shot, pour white claw in it. I'm like, all right, everyone, shot, okay? And I tell you, we took probably like three of those in a span of five minutes. Yeah. Paula was the one pouring it all. Yeah, I was and pouring it. And nobody then- knew she was <laughs> just pouring white claw in hers. Hey, work smarter, not harder people. I still had a great time. I love just being around my friends, partying. Like, I didn't need to drink that weekend. And I still had a great time. You didn't even know until I told you three days later. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, but it was so much fun. The Fab Five was there. We had dinner. We had drinks. It was just, like, a really good time. I just, like, missed seeing my friends and being with everyone. Um, But, oh, Chicago. Yes. You haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, so I did go to Chicago to visit my friend Maria. And that was so much fun. I have never seen a cleaner city really pia like philly and new york city are garbage garbage dumps to chicago like la new york philly san francisco disgusting disgusting chicago was the neatest place i've ever been to there wasn't a single speck of trash or dirt anywhere wow i could literally eat off that floor that's how clean (laughs) it was it was so clean i had so much fun it felt like Philly, but bigger and cleaner. Mm. And there was something about it being clean that made me feel like, okay, this was a, this is what an adult feels like. Yeah. Like, you know, I like obviously you and I are post-grad. We're like kind of adulting. Mm-hmm. I feel like Philly is that like middle child. No, yeah, I can see that. I can see and that. And like Chicago is like, okay, like that's I'm my older sister. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that's how Chicago made me feel. And it was just so clean. My friend lives in um, downtown Chicago and she just lives in the, a really great area right on Michigan. And mm-hmm. it is so pretty. Would you so ever pretty. move there? No, I think it gets too cold. But I wouldn't yeah. mind like spending like a summer there, like getting an Airbnb and like staying there for the summer and just exploring because like Lake Michigan's right there. And like, there's so much fun things to do. Like we went out every night. I ate such great food, bro. I was shelling out a hundred dollars a dinner. Like Maria (laughs) really made me ball out. She's like, you're coming here to eat and we're eating good. So your pockets are going to hurt. And they did. Uh, Yikes. But you know, it was one of those like I needed those kind of vacations. Yeah. You know, we didn't just spoil yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah. We didn't do like that much sightseeing because everything you can see in like one day, we saw the bean, we saw the lake, we saw the river walk, Mm. we went shopping. 
I went to West Loop. I went to Old Town. Like it was a really great experience. And if any of you guys are in Chicago, let me know because I would love to go and try out your local favorites. I will probably be there soon. Maria's going to text me and be be like, book a flight. I'm like, all right, see you there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed Chicago. I do hear that it gets very, very cold though. Really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, and I tried a Chicago deep dish pizza. Oh, I saw that on your story. Yeah, I have never had one before, and I understand why. It takes like an hour to make. And for it's, how big of a pizza? For to feed how many people? It took an hour for a two-person pizza. Oh my god! Yeah, it's because the crust is so thick that it has to like cook for so long. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding. Like those things are thick. Like I was like, oh, they're <laughs> exaggerating. Like it's not like it's gonna be like a pie crust or whatever. No, that John was thick. Thick. <laughs> It was good, though. I like Giordano's better than Lou's for any Chicago people out there. Um, other than that, I mean, we kind of really summed up three months in like a few minutes here. But, um, you know, obviously you guys could keep up with us in our socials to obviously mm-hmm. know what we're doing on a day. We have vlogs everything. I vlog every day. So if you guys want to know exactly what we've been doing in the past three months just head to the vlogs yeah i make an appearance there sometimes yeah but like other than that i feel like sophie and i have just been going to like little mini vacations here and there like seeing our family we've had a lot of people come over mm-hmm. we've been doing a lot of sports this summer mm-hmm. i'm in a Vol- softball league oh. i'm so excited i have not played softball in forever and it's like such a crazy thing to me because i i genuinely loved playing softball and now i'm in a league paula's in it but i'm i'm in there for the fun i don't know how much he's gonna really play okay i don't have a glove i don't know how you guys expect me to play but i don't <laughs> have a glove um i will be the number one bench warmer yeah i think that i i mean we're back guys you guys yeah. are gonna hear lots of stuff from us we've got a lot going on i don't even know what's going on in the world because having to recall what we did in the past three months has just fried my brain right now yeah but like we're here we're gonna talk and we're excited and we hope you guys are excited to have us back honestly this makes me feel so good just sitting here talking yeah i feel like i was a bit nervous about it because i was like oh we haven't done this in so long but it just kind of just comes back to you you yeah kind of natural and plus like it gives us a moment too every week to just like sit down and talk Mm -hmm. because like low-key we live together but i feel like i haven't talked to you in a while yeah me and paula kind of just during the day paula's working we'll see each other we'll like meet in the middle with rocket (laughs) like let's go for a walk or like let's do that and then we'll see each other like at nighttime and we'll do something but we used to do more when you we used to cook together and stuff yeah but like since now you meal prep yeah i don't i just yeah we just don't talk that much anymore Mm. no and i also feel like we've we've just been doing so much i know like you've been traveling a lot to like chicago and all places and then i'm tired yeah so um yeah anyways long story short we're back and we hope you guys enjoyed that a little bit extensive uh, life update. But what <laughs> can you blame us? It's been three months. I know. So I know. So today's topic of conversation, I thought this would be a fun one just because I haven't seen a lot of people talk about it, but it's about attention. And when I say attention, I mean like wanting attention, seeking attention um, and all that stuff that kind of is involved with attention i feel like whenever you talk about attention it's such a negative thing Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't know if i actually agree with that i think there's two sides to it i think when you're 
asking for too much attention mm-hmm. that can be negative but obviously we're like we're human yeah we're gonna need attention you know it's innate like everyone wants attention but then like i know i get annoyed by <laughs> attention whores <laughs> right okay wait do you think you are an attention whore when i was looking at the outline i had to think to myself the first instinct i thought to myself was no i'm not because i think like i don't feel like i'm sitting here asking for attention but then i looked at myself and really thought i am a social media influencer i was literally gonna say that <laughs> like personally i don't i don't think in my heart of hearts because i just think you know oh someone who's an attention whore is obviously has a negative connotation to it uh-huh. and to me i think no i don't ask for attention like that as if it's negative but then i was sitting there looking at like it like you get paid f- to, to gain attention yes <laughs> <laughs> so then i was like okay wait i am <laughs> But I don't think of it as in a negative way that I'm like seeking it. And yeah, like, yeah. You know, I just, I I mean, I don't know how much, I don't know how to explain it. I, I, okay, I have may- to say yes. I have to say yes because I work <laughs> in social media. Attention is what gives me followers and the followers is what pays my bills. Yeah. 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 Okay, maybe attention whore is not the right term because like <laughs> obviously that second word is like pretty like negative yeah, yeah it's a negative connotation so like my bad like retreat backpedal um <laughs> i let me rephrase the question are you an attention seeker again <laughs> <laughs> pia just freaking say it with your chest okay i it's just hard because <laughs> i have to seek attention from people but when you put it in a okay in it's a, no, no no it's simple do you want it or do you not want it I would have to say, why are you going yes. around in circles? Because I get, why do you think I get, I have social anxiety, right? Because I don't like the attention, but in social, that's why it's so different because social media, you're hidden behind a screen, right? Right. You know how I told you it's so much easier for me to converse and talk and whatever because I'm behind a screen. <laughs> and then do you ever see me leave the house though? <laughs> no. <laughs> so th- there's like different levels to it i guess hmm. what about you yes <laughs> <laughs> i know you do i love attention i know you do but i think it's part of my personality mm-hmm. because i have such um a big personality that it naturally craves attention i do say that there's like certain situations where me wanting attention is not always the best mm-hmm. but i wouldn't categorize myself as those kinds of attention seekers who are like really freaking annoying that no one ever wants to hang around with because whenever you're around them you can't get a word in you know like Mm -hmm. i'm someone who just isn't afraid to speak up in crowds right i'm not Mm -hmm. someone who is shy so i think my confident personality can also be translated as someone who wants attention Mm -hmm. but i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing that it like hurts other people around me nor does it put me in a negative light Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah you know like there's different types of attention that you want there's obviously the attention that you want from your friends from even strangers and then there's ones that you want from your family from your peers Mm -hmm. um i think it's all about also with attention is it's 
a sense of belonging as well just growing up you you want to feel validated obviously you want the attention of your parents you want the positive attention from your peers and you know everyone needs it it's natural to to feel like you belong somewhere but I think what we're trying to also get at is that when you're seeking too much attention yeah I think also um it can turn into a lot of external validation yes. right yes and you start seeking it from others but when i tell you I, I i think i've spoken about this before in the podcast like what you look for from others is something that you can give to yourself and i feel like if there are people who are constantly seeking attention from others in order to feel good about themselves that is a sign of low self-esteem yes so i literally googled why do people want attention and this is what i found Attention-seeking behavior may stem from jealousy, low self-esteem, loneliness, or as a result of a personality disorder. (laughs) I mean, they're not wrong, but I don't like the fact that everything around attention that at least I googled, you know, when I was doing some research is so negative because I Mm -hmm. think like, like it's so natural to want attention. Like we've been saying all along, like I don't think that you should feel bad for wanting attention. I don't think you should feel bad for seeking attention. But like you said, there's a part of needing attention and wanting attention that is very different, right? Mm -hmm. Like you should not seek validation from those around you, but from within. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, if you need some like reassurance and attention gives you that, okay, that's cool. But I think there's a line. Yeah, right? for sure. There's a boundary between it because if you are constantly, you know, relying on external validation and you're constantly, um, you know, relying on other people to validate, oh, am I doing the right thing or, oh, am I pretty enough or am I this, am I that? That's not ever going to solve anything. It's I personally think all of that is very short term. Yeah, it's short term validation. I think it's good, obviously, because you want to have the attention of your friends and peers to support you, Mm -hmm. but they shouldn't be like the foundation of your self-confidence and your self-esteem. Yes. And like to put it in perspective, too, like, you know, how is it mentioning that I like attention? Mm -hmm. Right. I don't want to like say this the wrong way and come off wrong, (laughs) because, again, I think there's a fine line between confidence and attention. And I'm like trying to stay on the path of confidence (laughs) but I like I'm not shy about attention Mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying like if if I'm in a room with other people right Mm let's okay let's think of a hypothetical right you and I are in a room with strangers or like mutual friends or whatever we're not really close to them what would you do me yes I would stand in the corner (laughs) Paula is very much more extroverted than I am I am shy as much as I post myself on social media and I'm you know I have a bigger social media following I am very shy and introverted compared to Paula Uh, (laughs) okay well okay so Sophia would crawl in a corner um not crawl okay okay she would uh, walk (laughs) walk to a corner and face the corner Okay, (laughs) that's what she would do. All right, fine. That is clearly a sign of someone who does not care for the attention in that present hypothetical situation. Mm. Me, on the other hand, I would feel uncomfortable if no one talked to me, so I would force myself to talk to other people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. And 
that is a sign of like, you know, I feel comfortable talking to other people. That's my confidence showing. That's my extroverted personality showing. With me talking to other people, that clearly draws attention. Mm-hmm. It kind of correlates in that I'm like seeking attention, but I wouldn't equate that to being someone who is like attention seeking. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, would you yeah. have categorized me as attention seeking that way? No, I just think that's why I think there's so many different ways to go about attention seeking. Mm-hmm. And that's why we don't want to categorize it as negative or positive because yeah. there's just so many different avenues that it comes through in, you know? Mm-hmm. I think also with just attention is also a need for connection, right? Is connecting with people and being able to converse with people and being able to hear other people's opinions. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a way of seeking attention as well. So that is kind of difficult to say when. Well, let's take a step back then. What are the traits of like negative attention seekers? Fishing for compliments. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. I think that is a huge sign of obviously seeking attention. It's negative, I think, because you're seeking fishing for compliments is just seeking external validation. You don't I mean, obviously, it's good to hear that you're beautiful, you're pretty. But if you actually if you're constantly fishing for it and you're Mm -hmm. constantly need if you need it to feel good about yourself, that is an issue because you will never fully be happy. If you can only rely on other people's opinions of you, you will never be happy. Yes. And then my example is other people who can't stand not being in the limelight. Mm -hmm. Like those types of people who when you're having a conversation with only talk about themselves and don't even give you a second to talk. Yeah. To me, like that is a true sign of someone who like can't let go of attention, you know, Mm -hmm. like they just they can't fathom talking about anything else that isn't involving them like there was this one person i know who whenever you'd ask them a question about themselves they could go on and on and on and on and on Mm -hmm. and you'd have a 20 minute conversation and it's still about them about them and then the conversation ends because you're waiting for them to ask you the question back (laughs) and they won't ask they won't ask so it's just like like, okay end of story it's (laughs) like how's your weekend 20 minute tangent and then it's like all right talk to you later i'm like damn you didn't want to know about my weekend yeah i think that's attention seeking Mm. you know Mm -hmm. or at least that's a pet peeve i I don't know maybe i'm going (laughs) in a different route yeah (laughs) something's triggered in me (laughs) yeah another thing with attention seeking i feel like is when they over exaggerate stories and they lie to make stories more exciting or more um biased towards them or something like that yeah one thing that i hate like that attention seekers do or that i identify as people who are seeking too much attention are the ones who are like woe is me what (laughs) like the one who like cries about everything and like is like i'm throwing myself a pity party like making Mm. me feel better i'm so they're they're seeking sympathy yeah which by the way is the most annoying thing in the world oh i was (laughs) (laughs) sympathy is not obviously it's not a bad thing sympathy is not a bad thing but when it is i feel like it's forced it's not the same. 
You know, when you're forcing sympathy upon yourself, it's not genuine sympathy. And again, that goes with external validation. You're just seeking that. And yeah, um, it's, it's the one who just like needs to be told that, no, like you are good at this. But mm-hmm. it's like we told you six times, like, let's shut up now. You know, like you mm, just I like know who being- you're thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you are thinking about when you're saying this to me right now. I just it bothers me so much. I don't know if it bothers you, but. It bothers me because I feel like it's not my responsibility to have to tell you that six times. Like, I'll, I'll, as, a, as a friend, I'll tell you once or twice every now and then when mm-hmm. I know that it's a very internal thing for you and that you really need it. But you just want people to tell you that you're, like, great all the time. I'm like, shut mm-hmm. up, you know? Yeah. I feel like every time I see this person and, like, bless their soul... <laughs> I am friends with them, but it it is annoying where I need to like step away for a bit and be like, okay, gotta go. Mm. No, and that's a sign of low self-esteem and not having the confidence in yourself to tell yourself that you are good enough. And, you know, sometimes you need friends to be able to uplift you, but it's not their responsibility, right? It's not their responsibility exactly. to give you that confidence that you need to give to yourself at the end of the day exactly like i feel like maybe it's also because i just take on the burden of like having to listen to everyone and be the the maternal figure and like the, the older sister friend. yeah and i don't want to be anymore like i clearly need to go into my own therapy like what makes you think i'm capable of listening to your problems and solving your problems for you mm. you know yeah anyways am i seeking too much attention right now <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do to to some extent. I think we all do at the end of the day. Out of all the things that you seek attention from, who or what do you crave attention from the most? I think in general, when I think about my day-to-day basis, and you can think of it as a good thing or a bad thing, and it kind of just goes with my job, is that I seek attention from social media. Yeah, I mean, I'm like thinking about it right now. And you've made a good point about like day to day. I don't know if you'll agree with me, but truthfully, if I think about wanting and needing attention day to day, I truly feel as if I don't look for attention at all. Mm. I'm so like siloed into work and like focusing on like the task at hand that I literally could care less about anyone else or anything else and i think it's because i'm not really in in a social environment right like Mm -hmm. i work in my bedroom i i talk to my bosses over teams that is like really the extent of my social interactions. maybe that's why you feel like you're very talkative and extroverted like because you only ever do that on the weekends if we're going out you know Mm -hmm. and paula is way more talkative and she hangs out with way more people than i do but (laughs) you're really selling yourself here (laughs) but during the weekdays um she's really barely on social media i always see her in her room just always in meeting after meeting so she doesn't really have much of a social life to be honest i mean like and then once i'm done work i just like read she just sits there and like that's <laughs> on her it. phone and just watches tv and she's we just i just like look at her and she's sitting on the edge of the couch like mute yeah yeah so i don't like there's literally no attention seeking coming from me because there is no situation that kind of arises from it yeah and also i was gonna say like oh do i seek attention from jordan 
but like i literally so you don't even talk to jordan no i literally text him i was like when he was texting me too much i hate notifications guys i hate notifications and when he's texting me too much and i keep getting the notifications i'll literally text him like stop texting me because i have to keep clicking to click out of the notification <laughs> you know mm. so i don't feel as if i'm seeking attention often in my day-to-day life Mm-hmm. But if I had to say there, if there was ever a time where I felt like I've sought out attention, it would literally have to be with our family. Yeah. I don't get any attention. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, yeah, you're right. You Why do, do you think I literally talk to my parents more than Sophia does? Yeah. And I, now that I'm literally thinking about this conversation and like this podcast episode, it's because I never got attention when I was younger. <laughs> our dad is gonna be listening to this and he's gonna gonna be be like what "What are you talking about like why would you ever say that we gave you guys equal attention no you didn't (laughs) (laughs) no yeah i can i can say that i think especially because paul was the eldest she was just had a lot more responsibility and weight on her shoulders so it was kind of dad's gonna be like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) but dad i'm not gonna lie like you did favor the rest of us (laughs) And you know what? Now now it all makes sense, though, right? Because whenever we're in family situations, like I'm always sitting next to mom and dad, like talking to them, catching up with them. Mm. You guys are literally on your own. I'm like, why am I sitting here? And I thought it was because I was like, oh, like I'm older. Like we have more stuff to talk about now. Well, that is, that is that, too. It is true. But like at the core of it, I think it's because I want them to know what's going on in my <laughs> life. I literally call dad like every other day. Mm. You talk to him every like four. Yeah. You know, and I guess that's attention seeking in a way. Like that's me craving attention. Wow, we just dove into some childhood trauma there. Wow, <laughs> I didn't. I was deprived. <laughs> I mean, think about it. What you seek, what you are trying to seek now in your adulthood and stuff. What's lacking is what you were craving when you were little. It's just kind of how psychology yeah, goes. Yeah, you and know? you make a good point. You know, I was the oldest sister. I was the oldest in general. For example. I was older, so I could walk. So clearly, they didn't have to carry me because you couldn't walk. So they had to carry <laughs> you. So yeah, I so already they, didn't have attention in that way. Yeah, maybe it's because, by the way, guys, if you guys don't know, we are siblings of four. So I'm the oldest. Sophia is a year younger. Our little brother is seven years younger. And then our youngest brother is nine years younger than me. So Sophia is one year younger, seven years younger than me, and nine years younger than me. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Paulo just popped out first, and then the next one forgot kept about. coming, and then forgot the next about. one kept coming, <laughs> and the next one kept coming, and Paulo, they were like, all right, Paulo, figure but it also, out. But also, you know what? My parents did say that I didn't require that much attention when I was younger. Yeah, they said that I was super stubborn, and I cried over everything, and Paula was just chilling by herself yeah the only the only thing though is that they said that um i didn't i craved a lot of like physical touch so my yayas or like my nannies Mm. would have to carry me around all the time so like i got attention in that way and then my parents still focused on pia because she was (laughs) the crazy one who would like kick walls and like throw shoes Mm. and then when my other brothers came we were significantly older so like they didn't have to pay that much attention to us because we could feed ourselves. We could go to the bathroom ourselves. We could walk by ourselves. So like I just, 
I never got the attention I want. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it definitely, I definitely see that now in your personality today. I yeah, really do. I feel like it's only with our parents that I'm like, give me some attention. Yeah, Paul you know? is very much like that right now. And of course, like, I think we all love our parents very much, but there is such a difference in the way Paula seeks their attention, attention. from anyone else. Like, I don't seek attention from anyone else like that. <laughs> like I, I'm literally seeking attention from my parents, mm. like the way that you seek attention from your followers and brands. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah, you yeah. want, like you want a uh, gratification. You want yeah, your followers yeah, yeah. to feel proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> Paula wants her mom and dad to, to be proud. No, of No, and they are. They are. Like it's yeah. not that they're. Yeah. Not. By the way, we're not trying to come at our parents at all. It's just you know. It's just I. Life just, happens, and obviously there's just different ways that we all cope with different things. No, I've literally just. I. This is like a aha moment for me right now. Really? No, like dead ass. Like I didn't realize that I sought attention from my parents. You didn't. No. I just thought I was just I was just talking to my parents. You know, I, I talked to my parents well, more than you. I could tell you that. Well, I'm not everyone, an attention everyone seeker. Everyone saw it too. You seek validation from our parents way more than the rest of us do. Oh well, yeah. I'm also <laughs> a goody two shoes. <laughs> I I go by the that, rules. Yeah, that is, that is true. Sophie is out here ruthless. <laughs> not ruthless, just. Uh, living life she doesn't need the validation you know yeah <laughs> they gave that to me enough <laughs> <laughs> she's like it's unbreakable at this point <laughs> so like what are other things that you can do to make sure that you kind of keep your negative attention-seeking tendencies at bay like the super negative ones mm. again want a caveat wanting attention is not bad clearly i want attention i'm not a terrible person yeah but when you're relying on that attention yeah. to feel good about yourself, that's when it can become a bit of a problem. Um, obviously, listen to our confidence podcast. <laughs> that will help you build some confidence. Plug, 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 um, plug. But I think one thing with attention seeking is to do more listening than talking. Mm, that's a good one. And that's a really big thing. Is when you realize that the world does not revolve around you. There are so many people around you who have so many different opinions and thought processes. And when you really listen to others, you just gain so much more knowledge, so much more sympathy for others that you don't crave that type of attention for yourself so much. So mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest things is to listen more than you talk. Yeah. You know, another thing is too is to have honest friends like we're like talking so much crap about people who are like attention seekers but like at some point in our lives we are going to be that person yeah. like we are going to be in a situation where someone's gonna be like oh that's an attention seeker and like not a bad thing but it's always good to have friends in your corner to be like hey chill with that mm -hmm. what's going on really yeah you know yeah like it's like times where like you know I don't know, in social situations where I'm just like popping off and like negative attention's coming to mm -hmm. me. And then we're like, Paula, what's chill, going on? Like, I'm relax. like, oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You, you know need, what I'm saying? You need to, I think one of the things is that you just need to be held accountable mm -hmm. if you are, you know. And if you can't do yeah. it, have some good friends I'll do it for you. Exactly. Even though you should hold yourself accountable first and yeah. foremost. And I think, you know, when you have bad days because, you know, some people aren't, 
giving you the attention that you want just remember that what you seek from others you can give to yourself also change your narrative when you're Mm. thinking in your head like oh i just wish this person would say this to myself think about that be like i can tell myself that yeah you know change your narrative with i need someone to tell me this to, to and just say it to yourself you there's nothing that another person can give you or tell you that you cannot tell yourself it's just hard for you to just it sometimes it's just hard because you won't trust yourself to believe it but that's where self-confidence comes from it's self it's yourself that you need to give yourself the confidence so that's one of the biggest things i feel like when it comes to building your self-esteem is to know that what you are seeking from other people you can literally give to yourself damn pia yeah I guess our key takeaways are attention is innate. It's not a bad thing. Everyone wants it. Everyone needs it at some point in their life. Mm -hmm. And there will be moments where you kind of step over this fine line of being someone who wants attention or needs Mm -hmm. attention. And then someone who is like obsessively seeking attention for personal validation or like for, you know, personal fulfillment. And that's okay. It happens, but just remember that you should always turn inwards first and find satisfaction with yourselves internally first because you are your biggest source of strength. You know, I think this is kind of like a parallel to season one's first episode about confidence, right? Yeah. Because this is, I think this is definitely, um, you know, a segue from confidence is why do you seek attention? Why do you feel like you need to find other people's opinions as a way to feel good about yourself? Basically. Yes. Mic drop. Awesome, guys. Well, we are at the end of our episode. And guys, we are bringing back Thought of the Day. Thought of the Day. So for those of you guys who have been around um, from the early days, we used to do this segment called Thought of the Day where people would originally call us in our Google voicemail and leave us a message about anything and everything that they wanted to talk about. And you guys can still do that. But now we've incorporated email too because sometimes people just want to write their feelings. Yeah. So if you want to be featured in our next Thought of the Day, Again, it could be about anything and everything. If you want to talk about the past episode, that's fine too. If you want to talk about something else entirely, that is also fine. You can either call us at 609-264-3006 and leave us a voicemail and we'll actually play it on the pod. Or you can leave us an email and obviously we'll keep it all confidential if you want it to be confidential. If you don't want it to be confidential, just let us know. Mm -hmm. But we'll always assume that everything is anonymous. Unless you say, hey, it's X, Y, Z. Then obviously, like, we're going to play yeah. the voicemail. Yeah. But we are bringing back thought of the day. And again, if you guys don't follow us on our Instagram, Second Thoughts Pod, you missed out because we sent out an ask about who our first thought of the day segment is going to be from. And here it is. Hi, Paul and Pia. Hope you had a wonderful summer and love the fact that the podcast is back. I've basically been waiting patiently for it, and this could not have come at a better time. So I need advice on something. I've recently started doing shadow work and reflecting on how I wasn't a good person to a lot of people in 2020. I've pretty much been on an apology tour since 2021 began because I know better now, and one of those people was my ex. 
Now, we broke up late last year and haven't been in contact since up until mid-August when he reached out wanting to make amends. I was more than happy to do so because I was a horrible girlfriend to him and I wanted to talk it out so that we could get closure. The thing is, he seems hell-bent on bringing me down to his level. It seems like he didn't do shadow work and was only reaching out to keep tabs on me. And I'm honestly reconsidering my decision to let him back into my life in a limited capacity. I want to heal from this relationship, and I know one of the few ways to do that is to talk it out like adults, but he's constantly involving me in his drama that I have no part of just to stress me out. I'm afraid that if I ghost him, he'll eventually try to get a hold of me and hold that hurt that I put him through over my head as a way of making sure I keep him in his life. Any advice on this is appreciated. I hope you guys do more columns like this because they're honestly lifesavers. Okay, lots to unpack here. Molly, Um, what does shadowing mean? shadow work have you ever heard of that shadow work is just like your shadow self like you're working you you're kind of like working internally i that's what i'm i'm assuming what oh, that okay. means is like you you're kind of just like working on yourself and and fighting your own like demons basically oh okay i, I at first interpreted it as um reflecting on your past demons and your that that past? is yeah like oh, that okay. too yeah okay yeah the same same aspect i think everyone um, in your life serves a purpose and they teach you something right and it's it's good that you've learned something from your relationship but that doesn't mean they need to be a part of your life anymore yeah and the fact that you're even you know feeling the need to email us about this it you can tell it, it's holding a lot of weight in your heart right and you, you're saying how you did a lot of work on yourself and that's the only thing that you need to know right you don't need to prove anything to him I think that's a huge thing is I feel like a part of you is like, I need to prove that, you know, I'm different now. You're saying how you are a horrible girlfriend. You know, you're trying to prove that you are different now or whatever. The only person that you need to prove that to is yourself. You don't need to have him in your life, especially if he's causing you more issues. You can wish well upon somebody without having them be actually in your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm over here trying to, scroll e-news for a um quote from harry styles (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) and the king says my personal opinion is that if there's any sort of games trash 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 not for you (laughs) 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 and i think your ex is playing some sort of game he probably sees that you're doing better yeah and also now on a serious note i mean not that you know, Mr. Harry Styles is not serious. <laughs> but if you're asking me, I would say that you should not feel responsible for any one person. Like mm. the only person that you really owe anything towards is yourself. And the fact that he's holding something against you for his own benefit is a selfish, selfish trait that he is, you know, projecting. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't feel responsible I, I don't know how old you are, but you seem pretty grown to me. And, you know, I think that you've gone out of your way to initially, you know, bring him back into your life and to make amends. And you made that step and it's not working. So step back, walk in a different mm-hmm. direction. You know, you don't have to keep going towards that path because you've opened that door. Close it. Go somewhere else. Yeah. And if there's a part, I feel like they're, the reason why you you feel like you need to have him in part of your life is because you feel, she said. Obligated. I feel like she feels obligated. Yeah, because you were saying how the, your relationship was, you know, probably not healthy or whatever. And you feel like you are responsible for that. 
and it's good that you take accountability i think that's a first step in you know making space for love and light in your heart and at a point you can only really give that to yourself if if he Mm -hmm. won't believe it that's on him right you You can't you can't sell yourself short and you can't like tear yourself apart trying to prove yourself to him when the only person you need to prove that is to yourself yes and he clearly is still holding you to the same standard of who you were in 2020 which you you are not which you're not it's 2021 baby you're different Mm -hmm. i'm a different person each year yeah and if he can't accept the the fact that people grow up i know in my past relationships i (laughs) have done some shitty things i have said some shitty things you know you can only self-reflect you can only grow from that nobody is perfect so you can only do yourself a favor by stepping back from the situation well lolly i hope that was helpful to you you have the option to do whatever you want to do and you can do what you need to do and you Mm -hmm. should do what you need to do yeah anyways thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode dang it feels so good to say that again i know it's season three guys i hope this episode wasn't too all over the place you guys know us um we are all over the place but i hope it's getting better as every season goes on (laughs) (laughs) i hope the acoustics are good Thankfully, Rocket has been asleep for the yeah, past he's been hour. On the couch. Um, so no pitter patters this episode. But as always, if you have Apple Podcasts or I don't even know if you can leave reviews on Spotify, but like leave us a review, tell us what you think, message us on Instagram. We love talking to you guys at Second Thoughts Pod. Um, we're pretty active on there now that we're back in the swing of things. We cannot wait to hear from you guys, and we have such amazing topics lined up for season three. And honestly, it just, again, it feels so good to be Mm -hmm. back. Like, I'm so amped right now. Yeah, we're very excited to be back. I hope you guys are just as excited as us. And as always, every Thursday, we'll see you next week. Bye.